top shelf fantasy. All right, we're just coming off the week 13 recap. Heading into week 14, we got whole folds coming up. Top Shelf Fantasy, topshelffantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. To believe, not to believe, hold fold. We do something else. Tuesday Quit night football. With my, with my heart. Yeah, we have Tuesday night, <laughs> Tuesday night football. Big it's run by J.K. Thing. Dobbins right there to end the half. Hopefully they, they secure a me a victory and he'll get, he'll get two fumbles so that's, for negative yards. I, I think it is. I will not be think, happy yeah, if that. I don't think it happens. Um. Yeah. 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 If he yeah. dies, he dies. I just saw you. <laughs> I like that shirt. <laughs> this Rocky Avon Drago shirt. I love this shirt. We're coming in. We're just coming in like so dry right now. <laughs> Sorry, I was so cl- nobody gives a shit. I was closing out my like, I was closing out my applications. Like, didn't didn't want to watch uh, commercials. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'll pick it up. We're here. I think I'll let you. We are here. <laughs> hey, hi. How you doing? S U C C E S S. Oh, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, Craig, did you win uh, our dynasty league this week? I, I won the dynasty league. So you at the first round by? Not yet. What's the, what's the implication there with Jeff? Marquise Brown has to get under 14.08 points. I'll lock uh, it in. You're good. Yeah. So far. I mean, he just <laughs> needs to basically not get a touchdown. Because right now, I think he has like two catches. <laughs> he needs to, he needs to play have, like okay. he plays in 95% of the games. Yeah, he exactly. needs to not have his best game of the season. Right. By far. And then I get the bye. And I don't have to deal with the fact that Drew Brees and Josh Jacobs and Tyler Lockett <laughs> and Julio Jones are all hurt. You, you <laughs> Brees, Brees might be back, too. He might be back. Hope he, if I get the bye, I hope he rests. <laughs> well, I was thinking back, back week in 15. Yeah, yeah week like 15. Week 15. Yes, week 15. Yeah. But no, no, there are there is talk that that is a thing that he's improving. He is eligible to come off the IR. He may play in week 14, which That'd be good will for you annoy to, a lot of Taysom Hill owners. It'd be good for you to get a game under his belt that doesn't matter for you. You know what I mean? Like, get out there, get back in a rhythm, feel the offense. His entire torso is broken. He's I want fine. him to rest 13, more. Yeah, 13 rooms. Like, he was sitting there fine. with his children with one of these plastic devices blowing into <laughs> it to see how much his lung capacity was. I think like a tube is like a feeding tube. Like, he's back. Yeah, next he week. might as well have a feeding tube. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> All right, you said right there. Weekend, weekend at Breeze. The weekend at Breeze. That'd be funny. Well, I think Michael Thomas wants him back. Alvin Kamara could surely use him back. I mean, they had good games the past week, but yeah, the inconsistency he'd be better with is, Drew Breeze. Oh, the entire team is obviously. Um. I don't have to believe or not to believe uh, loaded up, so we're all going to have to say it together like a bunch of women. I hope you guys have tucked your balls. Do you say it like the, the intro or just our old school? To believe or not to believe. To believe. <laughs> to believe. I am not lowering my voice. Very good. Who wants to be the, uh, what are the different uh, levels in music? Baritone. Alto. Alto. To believe. You guys want to do it in harmony? To I believe or not to believe. I hope you it in. All right. Well, let's get into it. Our list. Oh, I thought you were just snapping us. like, oh, no, 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 hey, no. go, go, go. <laughs> All right. Uh, to believe or not, not to believe. believe. Speaking of our listeners, they have no ears anymore. That is the question. <laughs> uh, Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Love him. Great Corey, guy. Corey Davis. He's going to finish the season as a wide receiver one. So a top 12 wide receiver. He's currently at wide receiver 25. 
not counting this week. Ooh, okay. What do you think he is after this week? Probably yeah, 18, 19? Yeah, right, right yeah. in that range. There's some guys. I mean, you got to think. Uh, so he has to outperform. Like Will Fuller's dropping a zero, and he's up Godwin's there. Evans had buys. Yep. Um, so they're out. Robbie Anderson had buys, so he's yep. dropping a bit. He's going to jump over Cooper Cup, who he's right behind right now. He's going to jump He probably over. just did. Yeah. I mean, that's what I put in here. I, I believe it. I think he's going to finish top 12. I don't. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but... I, it's great that you have this here because it's a possibility and beginning of the season this guy's undrafted in mainly all redraft leagues. Yeah. So so here, here here's what happened, right? Adam Humphreys is on IR. It's literally AJ Brown and John o. Smith is out. He he looks like he may not be back next week again. Uh they have Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, all bottom half, uh, against the wide receivers in fantasy. This trends in that direction. Does he get there? Not sure, but I believe he'll make a push, which says a lot, meaning he has to finish an upper wide receiver two or lower wide receiver one week in from here to the end of the year. Um, I, that is a guy that I want to have on my team. When he's 71% rostered, that means there's a lot of uh, teams out there that, that or leagues out there that don't have him. He's up 16% the last day. So that means that you know even before that, he wasn't rostered as much. So That also means a ton of your leagues operate on stupid waiver systems well i mean we can't <laughs> Talk, control talking that. to our league yes <laughs> Walker. yes stupid mm. nah, I don't pickups on a monday um, after played on the, a sunday. the only thing Come with on. tennessee is that derrick henry is to average 170 yards in the next four games to break 2000 there's not enough yards for Corey davis i'm sorry <laughs> it's all going to derrick henry they're getting him the the, the uh, 2k mark yeah he keeps fumbling on the five yard line <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. Happen. cj 2k you got next cj 2k all right. To, to believe, believe or, or not, not to believe. believe. These are long ones. Dalvin Cook will finish as number one overall running back. He's currently in first place. 12 points. By 12 points. By 12, By 12 points. points. Uh, who's uh, Kamara, Dirk Henry behind him? Yeah. Which one? Kamara. Kamara. It's, it's Kamara. Kamara. Okay. Yeah, Kamara is right behind him. Well, it sucks that Kamara had those two very poor games. And again, none of this is counting the points from this week scored. So Kyle Cook's going to have a little bit more of a, a cushion. I think yeah, but Kamara had the touchdown. Cook oh, didn't have the touchdown. In, in including, including the points, he is up uh, still 12, I oh, believe. So maybe it wasn't Because Yahoo does put it through right away, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Sleeper might do it no, too. I don't no, think, I don't think Yahoo puts them in until the end of the completed week. Well, yeah, I think. But, but what does <laughs> that supposedly so on Yahoo? Here's, here's, here's how I'm going to pose this. If Drew Brees is active next week... I don't think Dalvin Cook's the number one because I think Kamara is getting back to his dominating ways. If Taysom Hill is continuing to vulture two TDs from Kamara, sure, Dalvin Cook can be the number I'll one. I'll say this. If he's getting 32 attempts a game, there's nothing telling me that the guy who's RB2 getting nearly like, I don't know, 15 attempts a game <laughs> is going to break and go over that. Um, it, 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 just, it just is what it is right now. I mean, if he gets hurt, obviously that ever, changes everything, but... I know that you put the matchups in here. He's playing up against Tampa Bay, playing up against Chicago, playing up against New Orleans. Those are tough matchups. Yeah. So that 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 could be difficult. Um, you know, he got twenty this last week, but he had eight the week before when he played Carolina, which is a decent matchup. Uh, you know, for him. So we'll see. I'm gonna say I believe it. I know I wrote it, but I do believe it. I have to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of the same point with Tom. I believe it if. 
Breeze does not come back. And I'm taking out the whole injury thing. He could get hurt, could not get hurt. But if he's healthy, I think he finishes and Kamar finishes right around the same area. But I lean towards Kamar if Breeze is back by next week. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Massive, massive pass interference on CD. Turns out the game can't was do not at half yet. Can't just, <laughs> can't just the slowest two-minute warning ever. Yeah, it, it's sucks, been sucks, like sucks. 15 minutes. It's been a long time. All right. <clears throat> to believe. Move. <laughs> to believe. <clears throat> or not to believe. <clears throat> Scotty had to clear the throat for that one. Any Washington running back is worth starting now that Gibson is injured. I believe. maybe miss time. I won't let you finish, I believe. I believe. McKissick. We're talking McKissick. We're talking McKissick. Yeah. Not I guess Barber. Do you lean Barber in any format? I think if you're in playoffs, you don't have Barber. I'm hoping you don't. I, I, I hope you didn't have Gibson. You had to lean on Barber now. I, I get that might be the case. I'm hoping you had Gibson and you already had McKissick on your team. Yeah, I, I think really only for the most desperate would I start Peyton Barber. There's just... Well, the one point six yards of carry isn't doing it for you, but he's he's getting yeah, the goal line work. That's the only if thing. they well, and that's the thing. If he flops forward in the end zone, hey, Tug really does it. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Peyton Barber for me, right? I have a team where I just started last week. Kenyon Drake, who I'm gonna lock in my lineup, but then my second spot was between Duke Johnson, who I don't have a ton of faith in anymore that uh, David Johnson's back. James White, who I picked, and he didn't do anything last week, and I couldn't even tell you my other running backs. Oh, uh, Mixon, who's on the IR, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, maybe I grab Barber if he's yeah. the only guy out there. Then so you, you, then you got to play him in that case. Yeah, even with Antonio Gibson going off against Dallas, he had 11 attempts. Peyton Barber did, uh, and he had 57 yards in that game. Uh, granted, he played Pittsburgh tough. He had the touchdown. Whatever. What we saw against Pittsburgh was great defense and and trying to chew the clock for Washington. So if that is what their game plan is going forward, you want that running back. Uh, so he's worth a roster spot. He's one percent rostered, uh, and I I would play it by what your lineup is for for starting him. But he plays San Francisco next week, and then he gets Seattle after that. Uh, Antonio Gibson is due for like three weeks out. So get get on Barber while you can. There are players on your bench. I know you can drop. I yeah, did. there's always a player you can drop for a starting running back. Barber or Todd Gurley. Todd I'm, Gurley. Todd I, Gurley. I, I I don't, I don't know. I don't I think mean, you can either. <laughs> Neither but I, would be my. I preference. think I lean what what Craig said about uh, Cowboys last week with Gibson, and yeah. if he's getting over ten yards, I mean ten carries a game, and Gurley's capped out at five. Yeah, week before that, eight. Attempts. I mean, it it does suck. That's a horrible option to have, and I'm sorry for yeah, it. Yeah, it's not great. Do have it, but uh, I just. I mean, there's people out there right now that are probably dealing with Gurley or or Peyton Barber. I just yeah, don't think I, I could, think that's I don't very think fair. I could bring myself to drop Gurley for Barber in any situation. I would not drop Gurley for Barber. I'm just saying, like play over, like. But I would have them both on the team, and I would give it a coin flip because that's where Gurley is at right now. The, old the power of the coin. Flip. To believe or not to believe, Cameron Newton. How does this read? Cam Newton finishes the year with more rushing TDs than passing TDs. Believe. And he plays yes. the Rams, oh, yeah. Miami, and Buffalo. He's, not he's already there. plus six on the rushing TD side. It's yeah. just that's not Cam. 69 game. yards is not doing it. Yeah. For, <laughs> instead of 61 yards. Well, uh, I, I would even answer this as he's going to finish with more rushing touchdowns than the running backs on the team finish with rushing touchdowns. <laughs> 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 he, he, he can stop now and, and still probably do it with 11. 
I'll take the other side just to be different. It's killing Damian he could go Harris. Out, he go out and throw for 350 and three touchdowns and not run one in twice. No, he can't. This <laughs> <laughs> kid. No, I mean, he could. I mean, it's, it's, you, it's unlikely, but I, I would say definitely not against the Rams. I don't know that he runs one in against the Rams either, to be quite honest. But Miami and Buffalo, th- there's a shot. Yeah, Little Aaron Donald might not let him. Yeah. <laughs> when I read this, he might not be healthy enough after trying it against Aaron Donald yeah. for the. When I read this, a little dynasty insight: if Cam Newton is not quarterbacking the Patriots next year, Damian Harris is going to shoot up draft boards or shoot up value so much because he will be able to get those touchdowns that Cam Newton kept stealing from him all year. Eleven of them. I mean, so far. <laughs> Legarrette Blunt was removed five years ago from seventeen touchdowns. Sony Michelle had twelve. Like yeah. the like this team loves that running back to get those touchdowns. That guy is usually there at the goal line to get those touchdowns, and that will be Damian Harris going forward. Cam Newton seems to be the guy this year. Sony had ten carries. Sony's nasty. What? And he had like two two catches. I think Sony's Sony's contract yeah, is also going to be like up, thirty I yards. Like yeah, his, 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 his days are numbered. I do not want him on the team. Uh, to believe or not to believe, believe. Kyler Murray, back-to-back shaky games, finishes his QB1, which I believe going in, yeah, and he's still listed as one. So he is QB1, Mahomes making a push, Wilson and Allen are, are getting up there. Um... Decently tough. I mean, the, I mean, he's only five up on Mahomes, and he's you know you know good fifteen. Uh, sorry, he's nineteen up on Russell Wilson, and then you know twenty one up on Josh Allen. So I don't, I don't believe it. Nope, I think it's going to be Pat Mahomes. Um, Russell Wilson seems to be moving down. Josh Allen could even make that jump, uh, but I believe Pat Mahomes will will overtake Kyle Murray at a certain point. Yeah, I I don't believe he's number one. I mean, next week the Giants pretty good uh then eagles san fran and the rams all pretty good defenses not saying he's gonna have a bad finish to the year whatsoever but i think mahomes is capable of that 35 point game out of nowhere not out of nowhere but each week and kyler can be stuck at the 24 25 range Mm -hmm. yeah and i think with him banged up it just it's just it doesn't bode well for him to continue to have those 30 point games that you were so accustomed to and plus matchups and yep well, I think that's what it is. Is, is, is these next weeks are him being banged tough. up. Uh, he's really relied a lot on the ground. He actually re- leads the league in, in in rushing for quarterback. He's over uh, ninety points or ninety points exactly more than Lamar Jackson on the ground. He has ten rushing touchdowns. I think we said Cam Newton had eleven, but that's that's realistically why he's is where he is because of the rushing work. Um, Pat Mahomes' touchdown to interception ratio is thirty-one to two. Decent. He's good at football. He, yeah. That's all right. The crazy thing, though, is like we've talked about this before. There are balls that Pat Mahomes throws that should have been picked, and they just aren't. I don't know what it is. Defense, defenses can't handle it. It's too much, too much heat. They have magic. magic. It's respect. They, they he magnets. mentored under Fitzmagic. True. Yeah, yeah. He trains with them each year. Yeah. So, like, two <laughs> was going to be the next Mahomes. <laughs> that must be, like, the weirdest, like, combination. Like, completely different quarterbacks. Fitzmagic. Fitz is like, hey, you want some more swag in your game? Look to the left, but throw to the right. That that'll get you the ladies. But Pat Fitz, Mahomes you throw like, picks when you do that sometimes. <laughs> but not you, kid. Nah, you, yeah, got, yeah, you, you got you. something special. <laughs> um, I put this one last, by the way. Yeah, and this one will probably uh, chat like a half an hour. Uh, to believe, to believe, or, or not, not to believe, believe. hurts. 
Jalen Hurts, the new starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, is the solution. Gets him to the playoffs. Be fantasy fantasy viable. Uh, meaning having streaming appeal or allowing some of the wide receivers or tight ends to continue to be uh, relevant. I do not believe this. I've been on record of saying I don't believe this. I'll let you guys... I, don't, I mean, I, I definitely don't believe the first part. We're, get them in the playoffs. I think the Redskins and Giants are kind of running away with that. Not running away, but... Um, <laughs> they won a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're they're two games up now. I think Washington's two games up. Something I could be wrong. Giants two two games up. Mm-hmm. Um, fantasy viable? I really don't know. It it's it's gonna have to come from his running game, like what Tim Tebow did when he played. Um, as for the weapons, I think it's a downgrade. Not that you were starting anyone really outside of Dallas Goddard lately. Um, you're probably still starting Miles Sanders just because you have him. But other than that, I'm not sure what it does to Rager. I I, don't, I still don't think I, I can start him. Well, I think no, it, yeah. I think it's a plus for Rager because he seemed to have gotten more work when Hurts came in. And when, when I say more work, it was not that much time left on the clock. Um, Did he only have one catch? It was like seven. One, one catch for one 34 for 13. yards. But oh. wasn't didn't he have uh, a couple other targets too? Maybe I don't know. I, he had I one, big, uh, one catch, one target. He had a big punt return. He had a, you he had a saw carry, running back, or maybe and he had the TD on the punt return. Yeah. yeah. All right. So so maybe it was just all that that I had seen that he got involved. But uh, no, I no one has any idea. No, uh, you know we we need to see more than just one full game of Hertz to see if he's the solution in Philly. I mean, we, it took what 12, 13 weeks for them to say, all right, well, let's move on from Wentz. You know, it's it's not going to be that quick to to find out with Hertz. I mean. You know, going forward next season, do I think that Hurts is the quarterback? Yes, so I think it, is, it has dynasty appeal. Um, but fantasy viable for the rest of the season? No, I don't trust it. Goddard's the only one I like. Uh, is he the solution in Philly? No, because they're going to be completely screwed over with uh, uh, Carson Wentz's contract that actually found out today hasn't even begun yet. <laughs> the new contract that they signed hasn't been effective well, until next year. It's a yeah, it was an extension off of his rookie, uh, rookie deal. Uh, yeah. And wow. it seems yeah, it seems as though year. they're uh hopelessly devoted. Wow. You want me to play well, the It wouldn't be devoted clip there. This is the uh F- Philadelphia and Carson Wentz marriage here. <laughs> Sandra D and uh, <laughs> why? Why am I blanking on uh, Johnny Travolta's character there? I was going to say Johnny, <laughs> D- um, D- Johnny Tsunami, oh Danny Zuko, Danny, Danny Zuko. Yeah, there Stand, you go. They are hopelessly devoted to uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I. No, the reason I don't trust Hertz is because I don't trust the Eagles. I mean, at this point, I just don't trust the Eagles. Well, the th- the thing is, we I think we all like Wentz. We didn't even trust Wentz because we were saying, you know, the Eagles suck. They aren't giving him a line. They aren't giving him the right play calls. They're subbing out quarterbacks left and right, and no one knows who's actually going to play that drive. So, yeah, the whole, I mean, right. Doug Peterson's, I think, on the hot seat. So, I think this is why he's kind of going to be like, all right, if I keep going out Wentz and we lose, I'm done. If I put out Hurts and we lose, hey, he's a rookie. 
Yeah, right. I mean, I just don't see that could anybody be, I mean, being the solution it not to this situation. It, you could take Pat Mahomes and put him back there and say, okay, you have no line and nobody to throw it to. Can you go make plays? Right. Probably not. It's, it's well, not the quarterback's not, fault. Not with the weapons there. Right, exactly. Who does he throw to? I mean, Goddard's good. He'd probably figure out a way to get Goddard involved. But the, everybody's done that already. Goddard is involved. When you are being sacked 50 times through 13 games, there's an issue much larger than the quarterback at stake here. It's it's a 27% pressure rate with a 28% sack conversion from that pressure rate. That's ridiculous. By far the highest in the league across the board in both categories. You can't win football games with no blocking, and Jalen Hurts doesn't change that. Jalen Hurts might be slightly more mobile. Maybe he can scramble out and make a couple more plays with his legs. But Carson Wentz is not an immobile quarterback. He's run the ball just fine. He's he's done it repeatedly, and he does it with power, more power than Jalen Hurts is going to do it with. So, no, I don't think it's a solution. No, I don't think he's fantasy viable, and I think he hurts the value of everybody involved. I will still start Dallas Goddard week in, week out. I was actually just going to say, I think Goddard, Goddard's going to be an interesting thing to talk about yeah. uh, moving forward. All right. Um, you got to know when to hold we count your money when it's sitting at the table there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done i don't know the rest of the song yeah you guys didn't want to sing with me today Bastards. No, sorry. Yeah. Hopefully, Tommy Devine didn't listen to that. Uh, whole <laughs> yeah, fold. No uh, more record deal for TSF. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, whole fold. Justin Herbert. Ooh, put up a got, little. He's got six points. Huh? Atlanta, Las Vegas, and Denver. I think we touched on this last podcast. I'm not gonna fold them. No, I put them in God, here just no. in case there's an alarmist amongst us. But yeah, no. So if you're an alarmist you? out there, don't. Drop. Justin Show yourself. No, yeah, his schedule going forwards is very nice, juicy. Outside of that, we just you just knew he. And was Denver lost. Um, who did they lose to? The cornerback there. I Den- I Denver just lost to a cornerback. No, they lost a cornerback due to PDs. Oh, AJ oh Bradley Roby. Uh, Bouye. Houston. Bouye. Bouye. Yeah. Bouye. Oh, yep. AJ. Bouye. AJ Bouye. Oh, yep. I didn't. I didn't even hear that. <coughs> PDs. Yeah, six games. Six games. Uh, Apparently Pews. they've been sending out the uh, PED testers the oh, last yeah. couple of weeks. The end of. You might see a lot more. Uh, Tur- turns <laughs> out those COVID tests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about those. They got mixed up. Uh, so actually, there's a shit ton of COVID in the NFL. Not a lot of PED abusers, <laughs> though. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Cleveland Jackson. Uh, he Jacksonville. Just, he just ran a touch on him before half, so. Did he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's QB 18 right now. I don't feel comfortable playing him weekly, but I'm not going to cut him. No. If you got this far with him, you did. So you're winning games without him. And or losing what he, games with him. Right, but like, if he's on your team in the playoffs, you're still getting there. And what he can do, that's, that's too dangerous uh, to actually do. Cut the guy. But just real quickly, for the sake of argument. Corey looking, wants to drop him. But no, just looking at looking at our league, which is usually a good indicator of available players, right? Would you drop him for Teddy Bridgewater, Phil Rivers, Baker Mayfield after last week? No. None no, of those guys. I don't think so, no. His right. upside is it's far too the high for I, me. To... I agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't cut him either. But as for the sake of argument, at QB 18, that means that there are six or seven other guys in that QB yeah. 13 to 18 range or 12 to 18 range that you might be able to grab. Mm-hmm. And there are guys like Teddy Bridgewater who's just criminally disrespected at 199 points on the season. 
putting him at, I don't even know what that is, but good enough to score over 20 points almost week in, week out. Criminally disrespected. Yeah. Without DJ Moore and Cor- <laughs> yeah. uh, Curtis Samuel, yeah, yeah. though, I don't know. I mean, he'll only have Robbie Anderson to throw to if those guys don't get even off the COVID better. list. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to Lamar Jackson. I think we're all in agreement. Uh, Devontae Parker with Tua back. It's hard to cut a guy like that, too. Uh, another guy that's been wide receiver one, wide receiver two, mo- uh, most part of the year. Um, would you drop him for Peyton Barber? No. No. No, I would I would hold Devontae Parker. And I, one of the reasons I'm holding him, and I'm sure people can talk themselves into dropping him or picking up a certain player over him, this team is in the playoff hunt. If Tua struggles and they go back to Fitz in a week, you're going to be kicking yourself in the ass that you don't have Devontae Parker. Maybe don't start him. I'm not cutting him. I mean, depth is going to mean a lot. And if they do make that switch back to Fitzmagic, you're looking at a wide receiver one. I mean, that's that's the volatility in Parker today is too easy at a wide receiver three. Fitz, he's at a wide receiver one. I mean, that that's you don't come by that often. Right. And, and his matchups going forward are Kansas City, New England, Las Vegas. So every single one of those outside of Las Vegas as of late. Uh, are tough matchups, and they're going to try as much as they can. And in, in order to, to get the most points, they're going to try and get it to their best player. Granted, they haven't with Tua on the field, and that is a Tua problem. But there will be you know schemes to try and you know get that going. The coaches will recognize that. In my opinion, I think that they have a good coaching staff to do that. Yeah, he's a hole for me. Okay. Eight targets still last week. It's not yeah. bad. I'm going to hold him. I don't – like you said, Tom, I'm not going to play him. At this point, with Tua, I can't, you can't risk that. It's it's too high of a likelihood that it gives you a dud. Yeah, I'm not dropping him, and then Fitz comes back in, and you got to spend the fab you don't have anymore on him, and you're, at, and you're not going to get him. I'm at zero on almost all my leagues at this point on fab. But it doesn't roll over, so yeah, yeah this is the time. This, yeah, this is the time to be zero. Uh, it's like my PTO it doesn't roll over. Nelson <laughs> Nelson Aguilar, really? that's criminal. Talk to my labor attorney. I had 90 hours going into December. <laughs> Needless to say, I don't have to work much this month. Greg's got all of the dockets all set for us moving (laughs) forward. There will never be an empty docket. He'll have all the waiver guys in there. Nice. Uh, I did this past one, yeah. (laughs) Nelson Aguilar. Indy, LA Chargers, Miami. So this is the first one I'm going to say I'm going to fold on. Yeah. Uh, And and I think it's because of that matchup. It's because of the the distrust in Derek Carr. You know, they didn't really do well against the Jets. They didn't do well the week before. They seem to be, you know, not being able to run the football. There's a lot negative happening for the Vegas uh, Raiders right now. You know what sucks? You weren't starting the guy with any confidence. And the weeks you're going to, you know he's going to get you that dud week. The week you've. Bench him, he's going to get you the 20-point week. He's just, <laughs> yeah. just a guy It's like, at this point, get your handcuff instead. Yeah, he, he, well, that, that, that's what I was going to say is what sucks is we're going to cut him and he's going to score 20 points. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? I can, I can live with that because you're likely not facing anyone that's starting him. I hope not. If you are, then I'm sorry. I'll take Peyton Barber's six, seven points. Yeah, so I'm keeping yeah. him. <laughs> I'm not going to fold him based on what we've seen him do. With the actual quarterback that he's going to continue to play with. If I'm holding Devontae Parker, I'm holding Nelson Aguilar for the same reasons. Okay. I mean, that's – sure, that's fair. And, I'm, and, I'm and, cutting him in in, in my league. And, I, and Indy, I, Indy scares me, but they've also shown vulnerability over the last couple of weeks on defense. But mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, it's, it's really just a who am I going to replace him with, right? If I can go out and grab maybe like Rashard Higgins, 
I would probably make that switch. Oh, yeah. But I'd be uncomfortable doing that too. I don't you know, I don't think Richard's a lock for my roster yeah, for my starting game day roster either way. So and we're not saying cut these guys. I mean, that's the thing that everybody needs to understand is that these aren't cut guys. These are if you're going to make a roster tra- transaction to pick a player up, like a McKissick, right? The same McKissick's available. I would yes. You yeah. drop Aguilar for McKissick, and we're just he- trying to help you go through. Yeah, if you have Devontae Parker or Nelson Aguilar, I think three of the four of us right now are saying cut Aguilar, where I think Dows is probably leaning cut Parker before you cut Aguilar. Yeah, I mean, if, if, it's, if it's for right McKissick, now. I'm fine with you cutting either one, to be quite honest. Yeah, don't yeah. cut these guys for nothing. Like, make improve your team in a way or secure your your team with a handcuff yep. to cut these guys if you're not doing that then keep them there's no point to cut them yeah christian kirk cut yes just flat out i wouldn't, I wouldn't even pick somebody up. just, 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 just drop him, him today yeah. <laughs> carry an empty what roster. i just said does not <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's been carry flirting he's been flirting with the roster line almost all season you know he's you cut him he goes off he you know goes off then he's uh you know putting up duds uh, the Giants have been pretty decent uh, of the last uh, couple weeks that they, um, you know, they, they, they have the Cardinals coming up. Uh, so I'll, I'll cut Kirk, too. Yeah, three pretty much three weeks on the year that he was really, really good. And then every other week, it's kind of like, okay, I don't need you. And three tough matchups, Giants, Philly, San Fran. Even I mean, Philly sucks on offense, but their defense is fine. I'm not, I'm not trusting Kirk in any of these. And sure, now he'll go score 25 points, and I'll be wrong. But yeah, it's going to be the same thing with the next guy, too. Yeah, well, I'm going to cut Kirk, too. And that's with no Fitz last week. He got you less than a point. Yep. And Fitz is back, so Fitz is the, is the better blocker. He's on the field more than Kirk. Nah. It's a miracle he uh, came back from COVID with his age. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> 85. Uncle Larry. <laughs> you healthy? Uh, Jacoby. Myers. Yeah. I'm a big Myers guy. Cut. Oh, cut. 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 <laughs> I just told you that Cam Newton might go over 350 yards, but it got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to all be Demar Bird. Yeah, it's all Demar Bird. I mean, Dude, listen to me. They got the Rams, man. It was great to yeah. see what he did in, in those three to four weeks. But since Harry's been back, I mean, he might as well. I, I don't agree with throwing it to Nikhil, but me neither. If, if Cam's throwing it 69 yards a game, well, if it's all to Myers, it's still not a startable guy. Demir Bird, even. Is a guy that he likes to get involved, and and between Bird or Myers, realistically, I mean, Nikhil is not really anyone to be scared about. This might be the worst three games for any of these wide receivers. You have Jalen Ramsey, uh, I forget who the other corner is, but then you have Miami coming up where they have Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, and then they have Buffalo where there's Tre'Davious White. So like, there's possibly the worst secondaries to play up against. This is not looking good for Jacoby Myers. The one thing that I think would actually help Jacoby Myers is if Edelman comes back, which is a possibility in the next couple of weeks. But I'm not banking he's on that. He's now on the COVID. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know when he's I have back. no faith in Cam, that actually happening. Cam Newton was asked about uh, Julian Edelman's uh, health and when he might come back. And his response was, Who? I have. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I was advised to stay away from such questions. <laughs> I like I love the transparency. So it is it sounds like Julian very well could be healthy to come back. Yeah. And they may uh, not want him to. Yeah. Or he's just chilling. Because he had off. had a bad season going yeah. before he got put on IR. Yeah. Very, very bad. C H love Bell Holdfold. You know my answer. So I'll let you guys 
I'm a hold. I'm a hold on. I'm a hold on both. I don't know how you cut either one, even with their lack of production. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. definitely more a hold on Lev. I mean, Ch. Um, but again, like I'm, I'm saying now, if it's the handcuff time, and especially if Ch's illness makes him miss a game, Lev Bell's a starting running back. Cold weather game too. The big pro- the, ga- the the players will you know they'll they'll run more. The mm-hmm. big big problem though is that. So Lev is CEH's handcuff. CEH doesn't play a snap last week, and Lev gives you like six points. Damn it! Why am I rostering both of these guys? But on the off chance that they both show up, they're both capable of giving you fifteen to twenty points on any on any week. I just it's just so hard to keep holding a dead roster spot or two if you're holding both. Yeah, I mean it was yeah. n- nice to see two two weeks ago when they both got the touchdowns and both, you know, great. But then. They go out and then have homes throw us like four yards and five touchdowns. Am I winning that bet? By the way, as of right now, they're both oh, outside. I'm sure both outside. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think they're I would, coming. It was I, would, well, I would imagine the, the CH zero point after this week was was True. I think nail in the coffin because I think before he was like fifteen. Yeah, he might have been flirting around, right? It. right flirting because will... he he had that twenty point game and then that zero point game is might just do it. Yeah, I mean, and this is why I, I think weeks ago I I I didn't I wanted to get both of these guys off my team as fast as possible. Yeah, like, and and this is if one you could have traded them, good for you. I, uh, you're I stuck with them now, and and I think the reason you have to hold Lev, even if you're not the Ceh owner, is Lev has actually been more effective and efficient with the football than Ceh has been. I mean, and he's yes, getting involved fantasy... in the passing game a little more each week, and I mean, right. Daryl Williams is, is the biggest factor for both of those guys he is yep. the third down back and that's cr- that's crushing both of bell and ch's value there oh yeah they would both thrive if they, if uh uh daryl daryl williams mm-hmm. wasn't there but i mean we went over the snap counts not too long ago and when you've got three running backs on the field of 30 percent of the time 40 percent of the time Each, yeah it, it, it's, you, you're not going it doesn't go well uh todd Gurley. Do we get everybody's opinion on CH Lev? I think everybody said hold both. Yeah, hold both. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Todd Gurley. He's got uh, Chargers, Tampa, KC coming up. Again, I'm, I'm holding him. Just touchdown upside. But I, I would be okay cutting Gurley for McKissick if you were in a position where you absolutely needed a running back. You're extremely wide receiver heavy. I, I would think about doing it. I wouldn't. I'd be reluctant to do it, though. Right, so I'm not gonna go ahead and cut him for like a a random guy out there, like the new Hanson character, or uh, even Kiki Cutie, who I'm not sure is, is gonna be, uh, you know, <laughs> She's so hot. doing well, or Colin Johnson, Lavishka Chanel, like th- those guys that are, are kind of around that area of one percent, two percent owned. I'm not gonna go for a flyer, but if it is McKissick, if it is, um, y- you know. Barber seems to be the guy that I kind of want to like think about. Like, do I do, do I drop Gurley for Barber? And and I might actually lean in that direction. I, I view Gurley right now like I viewed Mark Ingram with the three headed backfield that they have, uh, which it seems like they want to do with Smith and and Hill and Gurley. Uh, it, it almost is like none of them are going to be viable. So I would I, I would lean in that direction for a guy that I know is going to be able to get work. Um, Whereas right now I'm not sure what Gurley's going to do and what his knee is going to feel like coming into Sunday. I'm very close on that. I mean, I think I hold him if I can. But you said like McKissick's the perfect guy. I'd be like, all right, I, I cut bait just to have a guy that's going to get ten targets a game at least, especially in PPR format. Yeah, I mean McKissick if he's out there is a good is a good uh, 
swap, but I, I don't think I'm going to cut Gurley. I think there's somebody probably on your team that's more cuttable than Gurley anyways. Yeah, just like those butter receivers. Don't cut them for nothing. It's, yeah. it, it has to be a reason to cut them. Right. Right. So who was uh, our top waiver ad? Uh, it looks like... I think was, Peyton Barber came in as the top waiver ad, and then... Um, okay. I don't know Kiki who else Cutie, was Kiki Cutie. I had a big Peyton Barber range. Tim Patrick. Okay, sorry. Depending Here on we go. the Antonio owner or not. Here's a good one. Right. So we, so we, and, and Craig, before you get into it, we sort our waivers based on the high end bid. So whoever has the highest high bid that we put, because we put out ranges, uh, low to high. Barber had the highest high range because we have in, I feel like the entire podcast been saying, if you're desperate for a running back, you need to spend up and go and get Peyton Barber. You'll notice though, that he's like four bucks if you don't need one. And and we're saying that Kiki cutie and there so, was somebody else. Yeah. He's not like so a depth ad. He's like, Higgins. Do we put, no, we, no, we I, put him in there. I have it. It's, it's, it's T.Y. Hilton. Um, T. Hilton. Yeah. Who's, who's fab low is nine, which is actually the highest low. Uh, and then, you know, fab high was 14 as well. So that actually tied Peyton Barber. So, you know, I'm dropping Gurley for Hilton. Next one up was Ty Johnson. That's where it starts to get very confusing for me. Do I want a Jets running back or do I want an Atlanta running back? (laughs) Well, it's a, I think you answered your own question. I'll take the Atlanta run. I think I might take Gurley uh, over Ty Johnson. The thing but with Ty Johnson, too, is that I don't know that Frank Gore doesn't come back from his concussion and he just has right. his role I back. mean, we did say Josh Adams had 75 yards on nine carries, too. So yeah. that's his kind of first game back from the practice squad. So he could be more involved. Slash, it, it's the Jets. Yeah. And, then it, and then it gets into uh, Tim Patrick, which, which, again, I'm not sure. I think it would probably hold on to Gurley than I would get to Tim Patrick. Yeah. I'd rather Tim Patrick, I think. Yeah, I mean, that, I think it. I think that's it very also, close. I yeah, mean, I, I, I'm glad I don't own Gurley, and I think the only so that's where we are. Thing we, I do is in thirteen our vampire league, which sadly we made such a push in that league, and we lost this week. Just missed playoffs. We we will actually have to recap that team because it was kind. Of, it was pretty impressive. What and that was did. one week that we stole. Girly. And I was talking to Derek last That's week. He, he he's left. like, dude, my team sucked. Like, he was the only option. I'm so sorry. He was the only guy. It's like, we could have got a waiver guy for after way better than that. Like, can you take 30 bucks fab instead of anyone on your team? That should be an option. Instead, yeah. if, if you've known it, can I take 30 bucks? We should do that. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Because it's like, eh, my, I might as well the JD McKissick on the, on the <laughs> right. waiver. <wire>. So, <laughs> right. so speaking of Scotty, you weren't actually in the uh, the group chat that we were talking about this in. I've come up with an idea. An all-team vampire league. Every winner gets to go ahead and snipe a guy from the other team. God. <laughs> the first no week trade. of that season would be so it's unreal be like, important. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm down for it. We'll try it out. Totally. No trades. Well, you could only trade with... Yeah, we'll talk about it later. That, that, that's a my love. I love that. Um, <laughs> all Miami running backs not named Gaskin. Yes. Yeah, and drop, yeah, drop, them drop them all. Yeah. And you can cut them and pick up no one. Yeah. Yeah, the, this is the option where it's like, you, you hate the six... The sixth guy on your bench, cut the guy. You're in a standard redraft league. You're saving salary. Just <laughs> pick up, Fit- yeah, pick up Fitzpatrick because he just looks good at the end of the season on your bench. Yeah, he's your oh, dad. He's your coach. Swag. Swag he's points. your coach. The swag points. So, 
Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins are averaging, I don't know, 10 yards a carry. Did I just see Mark Ingram run the ball? Yep, you did. Yeah, that's he, right. He has three carries in total. Three for... And get hurt. Yeah, 11, Eleven now. Oh, is he hurt? Awesome. Is that the guy on the ground? I don't think. I don't, that. Know. I don't know. Um, uh, who's playing with my heart? Steelers wide receivers. And the reason I say the Steelers wide receivers, Chase Claypool is an absolute monster, and in, in easily becoming one of my favorite players in the league to to watch. When Big Ben puts the ball in the air fifty three times a game, I expect you to do better. Love Juju. Juju's obviously taking a big like step back with these uh, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool coming in, you get 10 targets. You need to get me more than, than 28 yards. Deontay Johnson's the only one who's had great games, but he's dropped the ball multiple times and left a lot on the field uh, to be desired. James Washington, just please go away. Like this is where I am with the Steelers wide receivers. I want more from Claypool. I want more from Juju Deontay, if you want to keep doing what you're doing, do what you're doing because you fantasy it's it's gold. But Scotty hit on it earlier. These are going to be the Rams wide receivers where they're all going to be taking away from each other, um, keeping each other in that twenty ish kind of range. I mean, any week anyone one of them has a chance to pop. I just want all of them to consistently be like twenty four to twenty eight. You know, in in the twenties, twenty to thirty, always finish somewhere in there or higher. That's that's all I want. Yeah, I mean, is, I mean, is that is that that? If you take away for? Washington and stuff, undoable. <laughs> Washington, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so so mine, uh, uh, that's really you know pissing me off is is uh, the the Raiders run game. Realistically, you know, Josh Jacobs two years in a row now. We're we're at week thirteen. You know, he's out. Uh, ankle issue this year, last year was a shoulder issue. Uh, so you can't really fault the guy himself, but the Raiders, uh, run game right now is falling apart and the entire team is their top 10 in, in rushing attempts on the season. So you would expect a lot of fantasy owners to, to buy into a team that runs a lot. Um, you know, they're right, right behind the Baltimore Ravens, which everyone knows they run a lot. And, and here we are with Devontae Burker against the Jets. Um, I don't think a lot of people were, were really all high on Jalen Richard, but he was he was in involved uh, at most points of the year. And you would expect one of the two to at least pop off, get you some fantasy points. But now we're, we're looking at around three yards per carry the last couple of weeks for this entire, uh, you know, offense. And Derek Carr is not really doing all that much outside of, you know, big long passes or, or some, some hero ball. And, and, and the entire Raiders offensive team is, is really slacking. And it's really frustrating when you know of a, of a talent like Josh Jacobs or, uh, you know, able to have a great matchup against the New York Jets and you come away with one of the players getting like five fantasy points. It's really tough when you have a top 10 team and you rely on that. You, you, th- this is what fantasy football players look for is these stats and knowing what the plus matchups are, and we come out with duds. And that's what's the most frustrating looking into the Raiders right now. Yep. Very true. And I've got – I don't even know how to lead <laughs> into this. You guys' transitions are awful. I know. You know last year was oh, – I mean, last year was – Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just – I didn't even know how to lead into my own thing here, so I just needed an awkward transition to highlight it, but – I don't have a specific player in mind. I just want to go over a few different things about the NFL referees and their horrible inconsistency, specifically when it comes to holding calls and pass interference. Because these are calls that on a week-by-week basis in fantasy football take points off the board and take points away from your players. 
last week we saw it with Chris Carson getting touchdowns called back on really nice runs, maybe 20 yards at a touchdown, so uh, an eight-point swing for you. This week we saw Tyreek Hill get touchdowns called back on uh, holding calls, you know, back of the line of scrimmage or, or pass interferences that happen week in and week out. Damian Harris gets about three or four uh, balls or, um, sorry, carries wiped away when Nikhil Harry decides to hold almost every other play for him. It's something that is partly the players fault, I'm sure, but it's also the referees just deciding when and where they want to make these calls. Because you see other times when running backs go to pick up blocks in the backfield, just grab onto the guy that's blowing them up and drag them down, you see no call. It's it, it's just baffling, and there doesn't seem to be any level of consistency across the board. And then you have the rules experts come in on a weekly basis, and they start analyzing, oh, this is a bad call, this is a good call right there, and it's never the call on the field, ever. They're like, they've never been right. They're like, oh, I would never call that a hold ever. Like, uh, the ruling on the field is upheld, you stupid idiot. <laughs> I love how they're southern. You stupid you know? idiot. They're always <laughs> yeah. freaking southern hey, boys. Back up, good call. But I'm just I'm sick of it, and I think the solution is to treat the referees like the players. They should have a post game press conference where they go to you know face the face the music for their terrible ass calls. That's my whole rant. If you just get these uh, nano sensors on everything, we don't need refs. Oh, you don't need refs at all. Let the boys let the boys play. You imagine the fist fights in an NFL football game with no referees and <laughs> oh no repercussions. God. I mean, there's already fist fight, fist fights now, and I mean, I mean you, you can barely you control them. You wouldn't be able to handle Vrabel out there. I mean, nope. <laughs> think about the Red Dogs playing men's league softball, trying to umpire ourselves. What? That's high stakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking like exhibition matches. This isn't here. millions on the line in the NFL or anything. You know what's on the line of the Red Dogs? Pride. Pride. <laughs> Respect. And like about 30 or 40 Bud Lattes. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly beer. <laughs> All right, my, going to mind, it's C.H. Any Reed. This is kind of before... Dobbins went up for 67 yards so far. Um, I played him in, against Tom, lost. Would have lost probably anyways. But for those people that, that were trying to make playoffs, CH, you tried, drafted as an RB1 or RB2, and you had to stick with him throughout the year. He had good games. He's had pretty bad games. But regardless, you played him against Denver, who isn't, isn't that great of a run defense. So it's mainly I feel bad for, for those teams that didn't even have an option to know that he was going to be a healthy scratch. It, I looked up stuff till game time just to make sure, and there was no indication. And even you know Twitter was always was all like you know where the hell's Ch all this stuff. And then I think end of first quarter it came out like oh yeah he was pretty much an, an emergency guy. Sorry world. So I mean it, it's more Andy Reid than Ceh, but. It hurt me, not that much, but I feel bad for the p- p- people that might have lost by a point or two. That just destroyed their fancy hopes, and like, I'll be absolutely pissed if like I was like lost by two points. But yeah, well, well I mean, l- luckily, even, even you could even you said that higher. To be honest, I mean, right? No, but, but like, I mean, but, like I said, like, if I lose eight to ten points to you, which I'm losing right ten points now i'm like all right I, i'm not sure if ch gives me the 10 points because yeah getting to t- 10 points with him lately has been kind of tough but if i lost by two you c- gotta think like he probably would have got me three points i've been saying it for years as fantasy owners we should have a direct line to our players and that's really just the yeah, best I, way to solve that i texted him but he's just said <laughs> a good new phone who dis <laughs> no he couldn't he couldn't get to it because he dropped it in the toilet for being there for 24 yeah, hours puking. and yeah and then it came out and it's like oh yeah he lost like a bunch of weight in like the last three days i'm like 
where was this reported? It wasn't well. It actually, wasn't reported until after the game. And he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, um, I was eating a cheeseburger." And CH is like, "Can I have some?" Got against the He's like, "Oh no, no, no." no. <laughs> so I mean, even next week, CH, who knows um, if he plays or not? That's a thing we'll see throughout the week if he can get healthier slash gain some. He, some. he was actually uh, fully cleared. You know, not 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 a uh, issue with the illness. He walked into the office watching Andy Reid eating a hamburger <laughs> and then threw up. And then coach went, yeah. "You're not playing tonight." <laughs> Hollywood with a hell of a Holly- touchdown! Wow, great throw by Lamar too. Beautiful. Oh no! Who right. needs? Oh yeah, Craig's oh no 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 no! It's not no, 14 no, points, Craig. No, it's no. okay. It's like 20 yard, 25 and a touch. Yeah, but you oh, already had four right, points before that. Right in the bread basket. Yeah. All right. So for you. that was the last. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Craig's about to have a heart attack. Um, yeah. And that was the last uh, quit playing with my emotions, right? That was. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that is podcast 123. Do you guys know what's today's date? I think it's the, the 8th. 8th. That's a catch. December 8th. Podcast 123. Topshelfantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Scotty. Do we get any promo codes for uh, the holidays? No, <laughs> but I I honestly should. Yeah, I really should. Um, we'll put one up. Especially, you know, check out Twitter. Twitter, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put some we'll, on Twitter, maybe. Yeah, promo code on Twitter. Um, is there a Thursday game this week, or are the Thursday games gone? There's a Thursday. Yeah, Pat's play. Pat's, Pat's play. play. Okay, yeah, so, um, Thursday. In, in the blog. Yeah. Blog. Yeah, the uh, write-up. We'll toss a code at the bottom there. Okay. Maybe it's Cam. Maybe it's Newton. Maybe it's Jacoby Myers or Son of Michelle. Christmas Probably Cam. Probably n- none of those. Christmas Cam. We'll 69. 100% off. 1.68 points away. Ooh. From what? Oh. Wow. 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 Is that a good thing for you or a bad no, thing? No, 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 no. Oh, he's over? He is not over. He is he's one, 1. 1.6 points away. Marquise Brown is 1.6. Eight points away. Craig is texting Drew Brees right now. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I need you next <laughs> need week. You, need you back. I told you to rest, but I need how, you. How are those ribs feeling, buddy? You, 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 yeah, you got at least three. Yeah, right? dude, I don't care anymore. You're playing next week. Um, <laughs> all right, so coming up Friday going into Saturday. We'll record Friday going into Saturday. We'll have start sits, and we'll we'll think of another segment to do. Either stats, yeah. or, I mean, we could do the, you know, who would you rather, because this is the another huge week in fantasy. We should actually do fun. We will. We will. Uh, All right. Podcast one. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. Thank you.